What's going on, everybody? It's the CNG Podcast. I am G Walker. This is the Chicago Bulls Weekly Show, episode 15. And I got my boy with me, my ace, my partner. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. What's up, everybody? This is CJ, one half of the CNG Podcast. We are um, on episode 15. A lot happened this week, so I guess we're going to get into all that. Yeah, you know, we played those Portland Trail plays. We played the San Antonio Spurs. We played the Memphis Grizzlies. And we played the Brooklyn Nets. And the fans had a lot to say about that, man. So we're going to get into that, how the fans were talking about that, what they were saying, going on, saying certain things about the games, about everything else. Then we're going to get into that trade deadline situation. That didn't happen. <laughs> Chicago Bulls, they did not intend to trade any of the core players ahead of Thursday's game. And who was the main person? That's responsible for that. This guy right here. You got a lot of explaining to do. You got a lot of explaining to do, man. Talking about we love our core. I can't believe you talking (laughs) about we love our core. CJ, he didn't make a move. He didn't do anything. He didn't say nothing, man. And before we get into that, hey, your boy right here went a little bit crazy, didn't he, CJ? Yeah, man. Drumming um, did his thing in in what, 15 minutes? So he pretty much went off. Yeah, he pretty much was going crazy. Before we get into that, Everything else that we covered this week, before we get into the drumming footage, we're going to give y'all this intro. We'll be right back. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is G Walker, one half of the CNG Podcast. And I'm CJ, the other half of the CNG Podcast. Just like that, we back. CJ, man, this was a lot of games, man. Four games, right? Yeah, four games, and it was just a lot of stuff that happened this week, man. A lot of stuff we got to cover and get into, man. So we're not going to hold y'all up. We're going to go ahead and get right into it. Let's go, partner. Take them. Let's go. Let's do it. But, yo, first game on the first game on the list, the Portland Trailblazers, man. So um, that was the Bulls' arm game against Damian Litter and those boys over there. And yeah. pretty much the final score of that game, the Chicago Bulls, 129, the Trailblazers, 121. So, um, G. Walker, I don't know if you saw this game, man, but what um, did you think that the Chicago Bulls were going to be able to pull this out? What do you think about the man on the screen right here, um, Ayo? You know what, man? I thought we could pull this game out. Every game. Every game of this season, they've been, they've been to every game of the season. So I wasn't surprised that we were in this game and could possibly win this game. So we came in, we handled our business, man. And um, the guy on the pitcher, man, he had one of his best games. Ayo Dusumu has been playing above his his um, his uh, his second his second year ranking as far as uh, a point guard. What'd you think about how he played, CJ? He's been playing good so far. Um, going at going at um at Lamelo, you know, go, um taking it to Dame to Dame um Dame Dollar. You know, so he's been doing his thing, man. And I, I've been saying about Ayo, as long as he play aggressive, as long as he continues that, the Bulls are gonna have a good chance to win man, the I game. Believe, yeah, man. And he's been he's been doing his thing, man. He's been showing and proving. He's been leading that, that that starting unit the best way he possibly can. And this was one of the games that he actually was exceptional at. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. But what what the fans have to say about this one, G Walker? Man, the fans said this, man. We got our guy Derek J. Young who said good, good win. Ayo keeps getting better and better. I agree, man. Ayo, he has been one of the people that's been getting better and better every matchup, man, every game. Uh, then we got somebody right here that said we could play the top teams and beat them and beat with this team weird, and they lose to the bad ones. CJ, what you think about that comment right there? 
that is extremely true. The Bulls have been very inconsistent. It's them as a team. We can talk about individual play, but we all know this is a team game. Five guys on that basketball court have to get connected, have to play together. And it seems like the Bulls have been very up and down this season, as we keep saying over and over again. And for real. And we still got more comments coming in from that game. What's the next comment we got coming from this game right here? We got our man Randall that said, "Man, that's why that's why I called him schizophrenic." <laughs> hey, that's yeah. funny, man. They they are definitely a um, a bipolar um, basketball team. One minute they looking like they can be an Eastern Conference Finals team and represent the uh, Chicago Bulls in the city and this fan race very well, but then again, we look like a team that never played basketball before. They don't even know how to play ball, CJ. I mean, it's it's, it's like we've been saying, man, over and over again. This team, they, their biggest problem this year, G Walker, has been the inconsistency as a team from game to game you know we'll right. see them we'll see them win three games in a row and then we'll see them just lose the next three and four it's, it's it's the craziest thing i've seen i have not seen a team this inconsistent like in a long time bro it's crazy yeah, it's crazy man i don't i don't even know where it stems from and i don't know if it's personalities i don't know if it's you know the coaching staff it just seems like every time you look up it's something going on it's, it's something with the team whether it's a player, whether it's a coach, whether it's a substitution, whether it's a rotation, whether it's an adjustment, it's always something. But we also got the boss score right here, CJ. <laughs> tell me what you see at this boss score. What? Tell me what these, you know, the green and the red and, you know what I'm saying? Let's get into this boss score right here, man. Um, As you can see, the big three stepped up as always, man. Vucevic, 23 points, 11 rebounds. I call him a double-double machine, man. It, oh, yes, sir. He's just been game after game. Doesn't matter if he puts up 15 points, 20 points, he's going to give you those rebounds. Zach Levine, um, as such, 36 points, man, doing his thing. And DeMar DeRozan, you know, as always, you know, um, 27, 77. So those guys stepped up. And then we see Ayo down there with a solid game, five assists with his 13 points, Kobe White off the bench. But, man, oh, man, that red with, with, with Patrick Williams, and, and, and G Walker, I know this is your guy, man, but I, I've I've said it over and over again. Patrick Williams has to do more on that court besides trying to score and get rebounds. You got to go out there and get steals. You got to go out there. You got to get assists. You could do a lot more on that basketball court than what you're showing right now. So hopefully he'll start to, to put all his game together instead of putting the little, the little parts that make him good. Start putting other parts of your game that's going to make you even a better player and get you more minutes on the floor because you saw – he played 31 minutes, and everyone else played over 35 or more. Yeah, man. It, it seems like Patrick Williams, he has his games where he give you 15 and 5. He'll give you 13 and 8 or something like that. Hell, even a double-double. So, for the, you know, so to see this again, you know what I mean, at six points in 31 minutes, man, it just, it just makes you kind of upset the inconsistency of what he's getting. And I don't even know where it's coming from because some days he looks aggressive, and then some days it's like he's taking a backseat to DeMar or the, uh, or the Zach. It's just like he's playing in a system that, He's not going to get consistent touches. He's not going to get consistent shots. So I think we have to just take what we can from Patrick Williams at this point. And, you know, because they didn't make a trade for nobody. So this is going to look like he's going to be who he is, man, along with uh, DeMar and uh, Vooch and um, Zach. But everybody yeah, we'll, else we'll, on this had a good game, man. Yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll get into that a little bit later and what we feel about that one. But um, other than that, let's let's move on to the next game, man. The next game that the Bulls had, in their, um, they had after that on their schedule was the um, the Spurs, man. Yeah. So, um, but you know, with this Spurs team, we 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 know that they made a couple moves. They they kind of they look a little different this year, you know, with the moves they made last season. So, you know, we expected the Bulls to 
pretty much come out um you know to see what they were gonna do in this game but g walker don't we got some footage of a player who i thought stepped up um in this game and who i thought oh. and who i thought played well so actually oh, we gonna get into that right here man look and this is this this man right here yep. big drumming man destroyed the spurs this game right here and we do got some footage of that guy going crazy so cj man i'm gonna pull that footage up we're gonna get right into it and we're gonna discuss what this man did against the spurs are you ready big dog all right, let's pull it up. Let's go. So we got yeah, it right here. Gonna, yeah, it's going to be a little lag, y'all, so just, just bear with us. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Uh, sometimes YouTube or whoever, you know, sometimes they just mess us up. <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, as you can see, third quarter, the Bulls have this game pretty much tied, so they're right there with the, with the Spurs. Yeah, the game is pretty much tied right here, 78-76. Uh, um, you know, Ayo's coming down. Drummond's in the middle of the lane. Uh, still, give me that. Put him in the rim. Two Go points easy, right, CJ? Yeah, nice man. And, and look, and Drum Drummond has quick hands and quick feet, bro. This guy can get a steal. He can run up and down the court. He He's a valuable piece, whether you believe it or not. He doesn't do a lot of things that that other centers do as far as showing that one glaring thing he could do a little bit of everything besides shooting yeah, he could do a lot man he can run the floor he can duck it Look uh, at that. He, can, finish. He, he can finish man he can he can rebound well he can he can block shots he can do a lot and he can hit free throws you know what i mean so drummond he's not a scrub he's been a two-time all-star uh i think he's even been in an all-star uh i mean a dunk contest at one point in his career right well he's he's been a, he's been an all-star big been, man yeah, he just, I mean, he's capable of doing things. And the thing about Drummond is that he's not going anywhere. You know, he has a player option of next year. So, you know, he's going to resign that, that player option. Yeah, big man going crazy right now, man. This was cool to see because it was like the first game that Billy Donovan, you know what? I'm just going to, they went small and he stayed big. And that looked like that paid off for us against this game right here. Because Billy Donovan, he has a habit of going small with point guards and one center. Not using no, no shooting guards, no small fours he'll have. He'll have uh, Kobe out there. He'll have Io out there. He'll have Derrick Jones Jr. out there. Then he'll nice have move. like exactly. crazy somebody right there. He'll have four guards and maybe a center out there. But this game, you stay big. And uh, the Bulls end up blowing these guys out. Good move there by Kobe. And Vooch uh, ended up having a good game too um, as well this game. They was doing the big man, uh, the Twin Towers uh, thing. But we'll get into that um, that um, that uh, footage in a second. But, you know, what can I say about um Drummond, man? He was a player of the game right here, man. I, I love to see it. Yeah, man. Oh, nice finish by Dalen Terry. There's your man. Good job, so hopefully, Terry. Yeah, hopefully, um, like I said, hopefully they'll keep this up and keep it going. But you never know with the Bulls. They've been so inconsistent this year. So, you know. Yeah. But, hey, look at that right there, man. Man in the, the man in the middle, man. The same game. Boots in 24 minutes. Had 22 points. Had 12 rebounds. One steal, one block. Uh. Drummond, 21 minutes, 21 points. He was 9 for 9, CJ. Talk about that 9 for 9, man, from a big guy <laughs> like that, man. man. Yeah, get to the rim and finish, man. It's, it's all about doing your part. It's all about doing your part. And one thing about Drummond, no, he's not going to get in the paint and do hook shots. He's he's pretty much a, he's pretty much a pick a pick player and roll to the basket type player. So if you got a point guard that can throw him those lobs so you can just get, give him a nice pass, he's going to finish on um, maturity of the time. 15 mm -hmm. rebounds. Three steals. We just talked about the three steals. This guy can give can, can steal the basketball, which is crazy. A guy his size, he's he's 6'10, 280 pounds, man. And the fact Big that he's dude, doing man. that is crazy. That's crazy, bro. 
Crazy, man. Shout out to Vooch and um, drumming this game right here, man. Vooch I love to see you, man. Big, man. But we're going to get into the next game. Who the next game, CJ? Who do we play, next, man? Man, we got the Memphis Grizzlies. We got Ja. <laughs> we got, um, what is it? Um, Jaron Jackson, Jackson Jr. Man, they, they supposed to be the new bad boys of the NBA, G Walker. It, they, hey. they stirring up some controversy, <laughs> man. <laughs> hey, they need to worry about playing basketball instead of being tough guys because I think become, before even coming to this game, they had lost like that last eight out of nine or something like that, right? Yeah, man, it was. Um, they was right on top. They was right on top of the West doing their thing, man. They was number one up there, and all of a sudden, they lost those games, and and the Denver Nuggets shot right up past them and, and been in first place for a minute now. Yeah, man. So we gonna get straight into that. This ended up being the score of the game, eighty nine one hundred four. I watched this game, and the Bulls ended up. They were actually leading this game up by six towards like the end of the third at the beginning of the fourth. But guess what? Zach was kind of going crazy. Ended up turning it on. This game right here, Vooch was starting in the fourth, first quarter pretty good. Uh, Zach Levine, he was kind of sluggish at the beginning of the first half. But he started getting on in the second and the third quarter. But we, I think we got to the fourth quarter. He was up by like maybe six points. And Billy Donovan bitches, benches Zach Levine. And that's when Memphis went on a run. Remember that, CJ? Because we was on the Shot Bulls podcast, right? Correct. And shout out to those guys. But also, G. Walker, not only just that, it was a lot of turnovers in this game. You know, yeah. it's a lot. It was a lot of sloppy pain. The Bulls should have actually won this game. I thought the Bulls had a chance to really win this game, but the turnovers, the substitution patterns by Billy Donovan, all that was just—it it, it was just so so weird, man. Just from, from you know, from that point in the game on, it was just weird how everything was going. But you know, once you get turnovers and you know, you, you just get so out of sync with guys going to the bench who who are on hot streaks, it just messes up the whole game. Yeah, man, and we were not, not the only people that was having reactions and comments about that as we went through it. We also had the fans from the CNG oh, podcast, man. and we got our, our guy right here, Charles Robinson, a.k.a. Corey. No yeah, Gus, no glory. Stay. No Gus, no glory. P. Williams was intimidated at, from the start. Zach played the typical Zach game when the competition is more better and it showed who was the heart of the team with DeMar taking the night off. Please take a page out of Danny Ainge's book and dismantle this mediocrity because this is far worse than what Utah put up with with D. Mitchell and Rudy. At least they stayed around four, the fourth or fifth seed in the West. We can't even crack the top eight. The Bulls are done. Great comment by Charles Robinson, a.k.a. Corey. You said a lot right there, and we're going to dive into it. We're going to dive into the first part. CJ, let's dive into that part where he talks about Zach played a typical game. We're not going to stay too far with this, but we're just going to break it down real quick and move on. But great, great comment. Right. And what I want to get into before we move on, I want to talk about that first part. You said that Patrick Williams was, was intimidated by Jaron Jackson, by Jaron Jackson Jr. If you're Billy Donovan, you don't put a 6'11 guy on a, on a 6'7 small forward and say, OK, let me see how many points you can give me. Jared, um, Jackson Jr. has been known to get two, three block shots a game. He has over a seven-fold yeah. wingspan. You're asking your young player to guard this guy. And it was going to be a tough matchup. You don't put your, you don't put one of your players to have a difficult matchup out there. You, this is why I say the Bulls need a power forward. This is exactly what I've been talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's true. And then we're going to get into the part where he talked about taking the pains out of Danny Ainge's book, get ready to be created. He built the Utah, built that thing up, get to the last part. Yeah, they, they, and, and Utah stayed around the fourth or fifth seed. We can't crack the top eight. Hey, man, this is great. You're right. We can't. It's a bunch of mediocrity around here. And I think it started with the players. They fumbled the season at the beginning of the game. As much as we want to give Billy Donovan flack, 
He's not the one out there shooting threes and twos and rebounding and playing defense. So let's get to the next comment. <laughs> what we got right here, CJ? What my man say about the Bulls, well, man? For, for YouTube purposes, I cannot say that last that last part, but he's pretty much saying the Bulls are dog bleep bleep bleep. And, and <laughs> bleep bleep bleep. <laughs> right. <laughs> which, which, you know, which that is his opinion. I, 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 I agree with him. They're, they're not playing at their best. And they're not playing at their best. So go ahead to that next comment. I love it. It was funny, man. But the Bulls are playing like he described. Oh, man. We got another yeah, another comment here. And I believe, is this the same? Oh, no. This is a different comment right here. Yeah, man. He was kind of he was kind of um, being a purist right here, man. He was talking about that. So let's get into his comment. He said, I agree. But either he's a – he's talking about Patrick Williams. But what you were just okay. saying, CJ. He said, I agree. But either he's a four or three because they're a new generation of fours. Bigger and stronger, and P. Willis, not that. He's been playing better as of late, but to be a top five pick, we need more from him. If he wants to be in the class of JJJ or any other second-tier force, I'll definitely hold him to him. He just needs to be pushed harder. The Bulls just need to tear it down. They can really get a lot in return and continue to let the youngsters grow, hopefully get lucky, and get the first pick in the drive for the kid out of France. Yeah, right, if I'm not mistaken. That would be my plan for this team because they're not even getting out of the play-in if they if they crack the top ten, and that's a big if. Well, so let me, let me let, yeah, let me let me respond let me respond to that real quick, and I'm not going to be too long with it. First, with Patrick Williams, it's kind of unfair to say to, to compare him to Jay um to German um to Jackson, Jackson. Jr. Excuse me, because he's uh -huh. he is a traditional four. That that's his position. You got Patrick Williams, who's really a three playing into a four. That's the first mistake. Now, um, as far as him being a top four, top five pick, yeah, right now we're not, we're not really seeing much. We caught, and I knew the moment that the Bulls got DeMar DeRozan, his his um development was going to be hampered. Why? Because he's he, he's playing out of position. One, two, is that you know he's not going to get majority of the touches out there because you got three dominant guys that that have the ball majority of the time. Top ten, the Bulls are not going to get a top ten pick this year. I mean, unfortunately, they're not going to get that. They may get late lottery pick or 15 or 16 but they're not going to get a top 10 so we can forget about that all right man, let's get into the next comment this i think this is the last one of the game <laughs> somebody said zach is an effing bomb zach had a four turnovers in this game towards the end of the fourth quarter zach tends to turn into fourth quarter zach where zach doesn't know how to make a good shot zach can't get off a shot zach turns the ball over zach can't pass the ball can't say this word on here on YouTube, but what do you think about this statement right here, CJ? Let's let's move well, on to the next thing. I'm gonna play I'm gonna play devil's advocate here a little bit because Memphis is a very Memphis is somewhat a very good interior defensive team. When you have guys out there that are willing to defend, because um Bain was really getting into Zach and really um making it tough for him to make his move. I mean that's not an excuse, but you know the fact that the Bulls didn't get the ball to the inside to Vooch a little bit more, they didn't kick the ball out to the three-point shooters. It showed a lot, and when you got Zach dribbling the ball too, too damn much, that's what's gonna happen. I agree, man. But let's get into the next game. Let's keep this thing moving. That's three out of four right here. Let's get into this game. The next game, who them boys, CJ? Oh, it's the Brooklyn Nets, man. The oh. Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets, man. With no who? No Kyrie and no Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, let's just get into the final scores. <laughs> That'd be depressing <laughs> right there. Hey, go ahead, CJ. Pull it up, man. Man, final score 116 to 105. Oh man, G Walker, you go ahead, man. I'll go last. You know what, man? This was a this was another winnable game, man. Zach again ended up not playing to the standard of his $215 million contract. Uh, also, DeMar DeRosa was not on his game tonight. 
Also, what happened in this game, Vucevic didn't get to one shot, but one shot in the fourth quarter. Not one. Also, in this game, Patrick Beverly, not Patrick Beverly, excuse me, Patrick Williams was benched the whole fourth quarter. The guy who's your best three-point shooter and probably one of your best defenders at the six-foot-seven small forward position was not on the court, Billy Donovan. So this could, this this all that added to the loss. And this happened to be on the trade deadline day when none of the none of the Brooklyn that started today, no Kyrie, no KD. And this was the trade line day, trade deadline day where the Bulls did absolutely nothing. And the fans was mad about that. So CJ, let's just bring up these fan comments, man, about them not right trading, right man. Oh, man. And they had the audacity not to do nothing at the trade deadline. Shout out to our boy Derek, Derek J. Young. They didn't do anything, man. They was they were saying they're going to be aggressive at the um, trade deadline, and they didn't do any of that. We didn't see nothing, man. Everybody's still here. And uh, then we got our boy Hancho, who said they didn't even make any trades, but they sorry, you know what? ASS. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? What are we doing here with this team? You know, and and our Taurus, we love our court. This is what I said back to our boy Derek J. Young. We love our court. That's man, get your ass guys. up, man. What the hell are you sleeping <laughs> for? Get your ass up, man. Wake up and do something, bro. You're sleeping on the couch in that goddamn suite at the United Center. And your team, you're talking about we love our court. Sick of this, man. It's been the second year in a row where you didn't do anything to improve Damn this bullshit. team at the trade deadline, man. Talk about your boy AK before we get off of this and get to the next comment, man. Man, AK, I'm gonna tell you something, bro. You said a lot, a lot of BS in your in your interview, man. But but a couple of things stuck out stuck out to me. Um, the fact that you sat up there and said, okay, well, we see a lot of the players going to the Western Conference. We know who the top two teams are, so we still feel like we have a chance to get into the playoffs because of KD and, and Kyrie going to the Western Conference. But what the hell does that have to do with winning basketball games? What does that have to do All with right, the team? Good job. Right. So I don't understand that, man. G. Walker, go ahead and cook this food, man. You know what, AK? You're full of shit, man. Because you know what y'all did at the, at, the, at the beginning of the season that nobody knew? You signed Billy Donovan to a goddamn contract extension that nobody knew. You signed him at a Giordano's downtown somewhere. You signed him somewhere at a Harold's or something. You signed that contract with him somewhere. So you're not to be trusted, man. That was your first mistake. Signing Billy Donovan back in a sneaky way that the fans and nobody, nobody knew about it. So for him to be doing stuff like this, it's just going to who his character is. We're going to get into this next comment because people were upset about this game, man, and the trade deadline. We got our boy Randall. This will be the new theme going forward. We love our core. I'm not watching any more games. I'll set it for notifications. <laughs> hey, I, I, I can't even be mad at you, Randall, man. But, CJ, what you think about this, man? We're we we not watching any more games. We're going we gonna, we gonna to do what Randall did, man, and just for notifications, man. What you think about this comment? It's well, funny as unfortunately, well, unfortunately for us, we have a podcast show, so we're going right. to have to do it like we've been doing it. So, yeah, right. we're going to have to watch some of these games. But you can see the frustration on, on, on a lot of the Bulls fans um, right now. It's just it's just the fact that we're, we're, we're 55 games in and we're 26 and 29, bro. We're That's 26 crazy. and 29. That's crazy. And we got our boy right here, uh, Corey right here. Say it's all about the money. That is the only logical thing that I can think of. Think about it. And you know what? Money plays a part in everything in society, and it plays a part in, even in the NBA. So what you think about this comment, CJ, real quick before we get to the next one? Because we had a lot of people upset about this game in the trade deadline. Um, I I partially agree with that. It is It, it, it does have a lot to do with the money. And um, we'll, we'll find, and I will tell you guys why in a little bit later. But go to the next comment. All right, cool. 
Uh, he said, and he said the crazy thing about tonight's game is Brooklyn is they didn't even have the players from the Durant trade tonight, and the Bulls still lost. So why did we hold on to this so-called big three again? And I said, hey man, Ryan's just said he spent all the money he's gonna spend. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me, you know, CJ. Yeah, and not I mean, not only that, I'm a, I'm gonna get into that just a little bit. Not not only that is that the fact that the Bulls did not have enough they say to make any type of trade that they wanted to make. Hmm. Man, that's crazy. So that's BS, man. Let's go to the next comment, man. And the last comment, he said they need to play through Demar, not play through. Yeah, play through Demar, not Zach. But they were kind of playing to to DeRozan, Demar. No, and not Zach. that's um, Al Pitts. I'm gonna disagree with you. They they need to play through Vooch. I've been saying it all season long. Get that man touches. He he gets the easy baskets. He's closer to the basket. Give that man 20, 20 to 25 touches a game. Simple. Zach Levine is a spot-up shooter. He can knock down shots. DeMar DeRozan is a guy that plays in the mid-range game. Give Vooch the ball. Play through Vooch. I agree with you, big dog. I, ain't, I think we need to play through Vooch more because that last game that we just lost, bro. He didn't get the ball to the fourth quarter didn't but one get time. Didn't the damn ball at all, man. That's Zach crazy. playing hero ball. DeMar not having it going on. Well, we're going to get into some more talk pieces right here, man. This is something that I, I was wondering how this big three, you know, developed in the summertime or however. CJ, can you please read this for the people, man, so they can know what's going on with this big three domino effect of how these guys got here? Well, I'm going to read the first thing at the top. It said, look, I said, okay. I said look, this thing was built um, um, specifically, get Vooch, Vooch and and Zach will bring will bring them uh, bring them attention. It, it um it it did. Demar Demar was not coming here unless it wasn't Vooch and Zach. Partially, I agree with that because partially I agree with that. And the reason why I say partially I agree with that is is yeah, both of those guys had a lot. Both of those guys had a lot to do with with, with the fact that but Vooch was the one that got here first. The whole thing was is that it was supposed to be Vooch, Zach. Right. And Patrick right. Williams. Right. DeMar DeRozan was supposed to go to the Lakers. The Lakers said, okay, uh, we don't want to do that. We want to get Westbrook. We're going to pass up on DeMar DeRozan. So right. yeah. that's what happened then, with that one. Okay, then it says, okay, then Lonzo. Lonzo was not going to come here unless it was Vooch, DeMar, and Zach. So the dominoes all oh. fell perfectly for them. Let's just focus on that word, perfectly. They're mm -hmm. not playing perfectly basketball. There's nothing perfect about how this Bulls big three domino effect has happened even the big four Lonzo's hurt don't even know if this guy gonna be able to come back to play basketball ever again Demar seems like he's he's losing a step every game he's he's not playing a great basketball as of late Zach Levine IQ very low um passing decisions shot selection um everything he does in the fourth quarter it tends to be this is who he is as a player Vucevic the only consistent bull that we've had he's averaging a double double i think he had 18 this whole month or something crazy like that so so mm -hmm. so when it says everything fell perfectly for them that's a that's a, that's a very big word and broad word to use man so we just gonna get into the next thing right here and we already talked about this so we, we're not gonna get into this we already talked about the trade deadline and everything like that but we're gonna get into this one right here man so um cj it's our boy kobe man what you think about this quote right here it said despite a significantly reduced role Minutes cut, limited scoring opportunities, and injury. White has managed to morph into the most complete player he's ever been. Do you agree with this, CJ? I agree with it partially, but but you got to understand something. There's a difference between a score and a specialist. Kobe right. White is a score. Kobe White is a score. He's not a specialist. So Man, when you asking him to go out and shoot threes and shoot six, seven threes a game, that's not his game. 
Now he 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 can shoot threes when he's when he's on a hot streak. He's a streaky shooter. But to ask Kobe White to come in and just be a, a three-point specialist, that's not that's not his MO. We just saw Joe Harris with six of six and a quarter from the three-point line. He is a three-point specialist. Why the Bulls didn't try to get him, I don't know. It's a good point, man. CJ, you, yeah, you nailed it right there. I totally agree with everything you said. Kobe White is a scorer. And, but to answer this question, man, and to, to delve into this a little bit, I think he has become better because you, live in, you limited his role as a point guard. When Kobe White first got here at Chicago Bull, there was grumblings that he needed to be a point guard. And he was never a point guard. He's always been a scorer. So you put him in a position to be less of what he, what you wanted him to be and let him be what he is, which is a great spot-up shooter, a very streaky shooter, and he gets to the rim. That's a score, not a specialist, as my partner eloquently said. Kobe mm -hmm. White is a, is a score, and that's what we're seeing right now. And he's not playing point guard, and his defense has even gotten better this year too. So I have no problem with any of that. But let's go on to the next one before we get up out of here. We're going to talk about Ayo Desumu. Uh, Ayo says, DeMar Vucic's act caused a lot of attention, so there are opportunities for me to try to make plays. CJ, what do you think about that? Because like we talked about at the beginning of the uh, podcast, Ayo has been pretty much very good this um, so far last few games, playing against Morant, playing against Dane. So what do you think about that, him taking um, advantage of his opportunities? Well, he's playing downhill. Um, you know, he, right. he's, a, he, he's still a scorer to me. Ayo's another guy that's a scorer. Um, do I think he's a traditional point guard? No, I don't. But I do think he has an advantage on his side with his speed, his quickness, and going downhill, getting to the basket. That's been his special his specialty, attacking the basket. As long as he keeps doing that, Ayo's going to get minutes on the floor. You know, and, and as long as he stays consistent, consistent is the key. If he does that, I think he'll be fine. I agree, man. He's just really been playing up to a par and taking advantage of his opportunities as a starting point guard. Really can't ask for nothing more. So to see him say this, this was pretty good. But that's our Chicago Bulls weekly show, episode 15. We played the Portland Trailblazers, who we won beat. Played the Spurs, beat the Spurs. <laughs> lost to the Memphis Grizzlies and lost to the Brooklyn. And so we've been two and two on this four game, four games. Should have not so, been two and two. Huh? Should have not should have not have been two and two, man. And let me and, and let me let me say this let me say this before we get out of here too. This is this is going into Kobe White and Zach Levine. Um, first of all, with Kobe White, uh, people expected him to be traded at the trade deadline. He was not. But one thing I want to everybody to pay attention to, if you don't know, Kobe White is a restricted free agent, which restricted. means that it, which means in the summer they can they can let him go into free agency. If if um, if a team signs into a um, to a, you know signs to a contract, the Bulls have a right to match that contract. They can get Kobe White on the low for cheap if they wanted yep. to. And I still and, and what and also it's just something in the back of my mind to say that Zach Levine is going to get moved this summer. I'm gonna just yeah. leave it at that. We'll see what happens, but that's pretty much what I have to say on that. And you nailed it, man. But that's if that's it for CJ. That's it for me. I'm G Walker, one half of the CNG podcast, and he's. CJ, man, the other half of the CG podcast. Y'all make sure to go. Um, y'all make sure to go check us out on Facebook, on YouTube, on um Twitter, on TikTok, um Instagram, all, you know, all the platforms at the CG podcast, man. Y'all have a um great weekend. Super Bowl weekend is here. Y'all have a good Super time. Be safe out there. 
And, and hey, man, this, we'll, um, we'll, we'll see you guys during episode 16 next week. That's right. And follow us on LinkedIn, too. That's the business our business page. If any business folks out there that's, that's on LinkedIn, follow us like us. Our email on our business email is cngpodcast91 at gmail. Also, CJ, one last thing. For the Super Bowl, who you got, man? I'm riding with the Chiefs. Who you got? I got the Eagles, man. Hey, you heard him. I got the Chiefs. You got the Eagles. That's it from us. Yo, guys, enjoy your weekend and have a safe one. Have a good one. We out. Peace.